Hello and welcome to episode 37. <laughs> Hello. 30, episode 37 of the Roughed Up Podcast. My name is Wesley. I'm joined by Mike Roy, Tim Rodriguez, and Matt Armstrong, the crew. What's up, boys? Hey, how are we doing, bro? Yo, what's up? The Patriots have won the Super Bowl. Oh, imagine that. Nobody expected it. <laughs> another, un- another underdog story coming out on top. <laughs> what a game. What a game, boys. What a game. Oh. That was one of the worst Super Bowls I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, that was, that was, that was bad. I think that probably is the worst. That probably yeah, that was horrible. We could go over like that, like it was so unentertaining. Because like I, I think when we were at uh, Wes's uh, beautifully hosted party, um, <laughs> that, that the uh, Denver Broncos Seattle Super Bowl, like where it was like fifty to three. Yeah. At least there was like entertaining things that happened. At least one team was playing well on offense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like there there's been dog Super Bowls, but that was both teams just not really doing anything very uh impressive. <laughs> yeah. I mean Brady opened up the game with interception. It was uh it was not First a pass of the game. <laughs> Yeah. It was a very ugly game all around. Both I mean, the, the Patriots played really well on defense. I, I watched the breakdowns of, like, how they were playing the Rams' offense, and they played extraordinarily well. I, was uh, The Rams just got outcoached on every level, and it showed. I mean, I mean, like, nobody was open on any play. Like, I felt bad for Goff. Yeah. Like, Goff looked really bad, but the, the reason why is because nobody was open on any play. They made no, no adjustments. I mean- yeah, well, because they, they had their, like, substitute running back with the C.J. Anderson. Yeah. And, like, it looked like their offense had no identity. Like, for the team that was, had whatever, like, 13 wins or something, was not what they were able to display in uh, the Super Bowl. Yeah, I, I think Goff was, was 13 of 31 in, by the end of the fourth quarter. <laughs> like, oh, he was a champ, dude. He was getting, like, sack brush. Like, they had no... <laughs> like options like their running was bad they had no really uh like uh stretch offense options so i I don't really like so like i i said like maybe early mid-game about like all the assistant coaches from mcveigh's team that are getting jobs like maybe you kind of rescind those jobs (laughs) they they don't actually know what they're doing like because they they made no adjustments like they they had uh, a bad game plan in the first half, and then like they didn't do anything differently. So. That was the uh, Matt Patricia school of thinking. What we hired this guy? He just gave up seven straight scores against the Eagles <laughs> in the Super Bowl. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean uh, Kyle Shanahan. It's like, oh, he's an offensive genius. Like, oh, you didn't run the football. Like, when you're up thirty points in the Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I I mean the the Niners have no problem putting up points or yards. The problem is their defense is atrocious. That, that is that is the thing that they have to fix. Uh, I mean the the Niners. The Niner update. Here we go. Oh, how quickly we got to the Niners. <laughs> the Niners' problem is not their offense. Let me just put it that way. Their defense is awful. <laughs> Why are we talking about them? Yeah, I have no clue. Just had the Super Bowl. <laughs> oh man. Well, uh, how'd you guys do betting the game? Oh, I did great. 
I, I, everything I bet, I won. So <laughs> that's pretty good. You make like in-game bets or prop bets or sides. Both. Yeah. Both. I I didn't play any of the game. Um, I did bet the under. That was the only game bet that I I thought was like, um, kind of easy. Um, but I, uh, the one prop bet that I lost was the national anthem under. Yeah, where, I had the over. That I had the over in that. Yeah. Where did you bet that? Because they, um, a lot of offshore books uh, gave full refunds. Really? Well, I mean, I bet ten bucks for like seventy cents, so I didn't really look. Well, apparently, like she held the last note for a while, and that went right over. Like one of the books had like a one fifty-two, I think, or one forty-seven, and like she held it. It was. It was one forty-two, I think. Oh. Uh, not even close to the entire yeah she finished at like 157 like, yeah because close. she held it for a while gross. should be a investigation on that <laughs> i won on the will the game be tied again after zero zero i love that bet that paid I off that bet. yep <clears throat> yeah three three yep that was nice yeah uh i had i had the line which was three and a half yep. so i won that one and then i had glass night going over which i won that one <laughs> great bet uh, it's a fantastic bet i won both made some cash i'm good to go right you <laughs> no i i didn't make any bets i just was watching and did like uh squares like the classic you know super Bowl squares mm. things so once the season ended and I we finished our pools, my I just turned my brain off and just like just like to watch play. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It is kind of interesting to like look back on what that game was, right? Because like uh, both teams should be yeah they were the top four teams. That those that was an ugly ass game. I was not impressed cool. by either of them. No, it was almost like they were playing not to win, or playing not to lose more than to win. Like you saw the Rams taking very little shots downfield, but then Goff had no time to throw. They didn't really get much of a run game going. Um, but what was really shocking was just the, the constant like three and outs and these sort of like low risk plays. Like just take some shots, and I mean like no, like there was like no flags thrown forever. It was a clean game and like just good defense. So you see just what happens like when a clean game is played. It's very pedestrian, but you know, take some shots. Like, what are you doing? I mean, the real Super Bowls of that were, were, were during the championship games. I mean, those are great. The, games, yeah. the, the, both both games were fantastic, and yeah. right. And it's now you you get you got the Super Bowl. It's crap. Yeah, I I guess yeah. Both teams had like good books on on the two teams. Like they they knew what those those guys were gonna do. And in the Super Bowl, it looked like. They didn't have an identity. What are we? Uh, okay. What are we sponsored by tonight, Tim? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, a little bourbon. A little bourbon tonight, boys. Keep it, keep it light. Another Tuesday. Sure. <clears throat> Another Tuesday night in the Rodriguez house home household today. House home. <laughs> it, uh, it, uh, it, it the Brady. Um, uh, career is is it uh, better or worse from this rule? Oh, it's definitely better. I mean, he Def won, better. right? But he 
didn't do shit. He, yeah, uh, sure. He didn't carry, but he didn't tank the team. It was awesome watching him and Edelman just hook up on constant these like 10, 15, 12 yard screens and slants. And it's just like that's that chemistry was just so apparent. It's like, okay, that experience dwarfs anything like any scheming or game planning or pure raw talent on the LA side. It was like, no, that's a connection that goes back years and years and years. And it was just really cool to watch. Yeah, yep. uh, they have. No, he gets open every every freaking play. Yeah, he's almost unguardable. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I, I mean, anybody who bet on the Edelman for MVP, <laughs> they made out like a bandit. <laughs> Put it that way. What was it? Uh, the field was was like twenty dollars to one or something like that. Oh, Edelman it? had to have been twenty to one, probably. Yeah, it was, it was like twenty to one, forty to one. So if you bet on Edelman as MVP, kudos. It's strange because, like, I mean, he just did what Edelman does. Like, it's not like he had like, a godlike performance. He just had, like, 15 eight-yard receptions. Like, it did feel yeah. weird to me that he, like, was not a factor in the second half <clears throat> and he was the MVP. Like, it's it's a little odd. Yeah, right. He had, like, 13 in the first half and then was like not so much the the big deal but because he had the biggest stat number yeah you had to give him the mvp you should have they should have found a way to give it to the defense yeah i i, I in that situation the defense was the real mvp they should have given it to 11 guys because mm-hmm. I, I, the offense of both teams were dog shit let's be honest for sure uh, the the, the what was it Brady didn't even like? I don't think he threw for over two hundred five in that game. It was very close. It, I, he didn't throw for very much. Um, it, it, did he even have a, a passing touchdown in that game? I, I think it was a running touchdown they had. It wasn't a passing touchdown. Yeah, yeah James White ran it in. Yeah, exactly. He didn't even have a passing touchdown. He had zero touchdowns passing with yeah two sixty two. 262, okay. I mean, yeah. but still, he didn't pass I think, I 300 yards defense, passing. Both defenses played oh, really well. Okay, I mean, like, but that, that's the thing. It's like, so, like, McVay is an offensive guy and was, like, ineffectual, and Wade Phillips had the best, like, coaching. So, uh, like, I, uh, I, I, mean, I mean, the Rams put up a really good fight. In terms of defense, I'm not talking about – in terms of their offense, but you you really cannot blame that Rams defense. They they no, put yeah. it all out there. They put it all out there. Also, was... a couple of uh, missed field goals too. So like, it maybe isn't as close of a game if those are made yeah. early. Well, th- there was also some bad turnovers by the Rams early on that the that the uh, defense had no control over. Yeah. Uh, it, it's just that the Rams' offense was just stifled by that Patriots defense. There was no options out there. It's hard to say because, like, I didn't, I didn't want like you were the Rams, like, uh, uh, believer. Was Cooper well, Cup that big of like a reason why that team was so much different? I, I mean, he definitely played a factor. The guy had almost a thousand yards the previous what year. Early, like. <laughs> Like, he had been like, he had been off and on injured for the last like 
four or five yeah. weeks. Yeah, yeah so, he has um, to have been, like, injured, right? Yeah, he, he was like, he his, was unhealthy. His, there was no doubt about it. He was, his, not, he was not all there. It wasn't know? even, like, uh, him being on the field. It was just, like, the scheme changed mm-hmm. for some reason. Well, so I mean, it he was like, an unspoken he was, like, hurt. Well, I, I mean, you had Robert Woods, Cooper Cup, and Gurley, who were like 80 to 90% of their offense. <laughs> yeah, Cooper Cup go down, and then Gurley went down the last couple weeks of the season. That really hurt their, their offense. Um, and and uh, that's what you're left with in the Super Bowl. Basically nothing. C.J. R. Anderson trying to bumble around. Yeah, he, he looked like on athletics or whatever, it's like, oh, he's a good guy to, like, pick up two, three three yards mm-hmm. running out the middle, but it's like... Yeah. Um, he's he's a goal line back. It was probably, yeah, like, Max was talking about, like, why not run some screens with Gurley? Like, he can't turn. Offense. His knee is broken. Yeah. His knee yeah. Is Something has up. to have been up, yeah. But Goff, uh, yeah, he really did fade the last uh, last five games of weeks. the season. Yeah. Didn't, didn't throw mm-hmm. for over 300. Uh, yeah, he was, he was games, struggling. Two of them under 200, and one just barely mm-hmm. over it. So you know, even in even in times when they were showing a lot, scoring 48 against the Niners, he was 15 to 26 for 199. Like not exactly. Uh, they yeah. they did they just ran the ball like down their throat the entire game with, with C.J. Anderson and and Gurley. So I, I think I liked I liked you know looking back I liked our thesis. Um, I think it was uh, I think we were on the podcast. Not sure if it, we might have just been a person, but talking about how like the spread was you know in that three and a half three range and like basically that the idea was that like we'll trade those three points for the possibility that golf sucks because like brady could have a bad game and it's still like a seven out of ten whereas <laughs> like the floor for golf is like way down Oh, way, yeah, way down. it's like it's like you're feeding. Yeah, he's not, he's not gonna carry. He's yeah, not gonna carry. Like he he could yeah. easily just co- just collapse, and that's that's a field goal for me. If when your quarterback has, that's his low versus the other quarterback's low, like they can still win. Um, I thought I thought that was like that was a smart way for us to think about that. No, uh, that's, that's exactly point. right. It, that's a very good point. Uh, I mean, Brady is. A, the, a generational talent in terms of quarterbacking, um, and Goff just isn't. I mean, he proved it. He needs a strong base around him in order to be successful. Uh, I mean, you can say the same about Brady, but Brady's never had the type of supporting cast that that a lot of these guys. I mean, Brady wishes he had the type of supporting cast that Jared Goff has. If he had the same supporting cast that Jared Goff has. Who knows? I mean, he could play for the next five years and win four to five Super Bowls. On the Super Bowl, yeah. I mean, <laughs> the, yeah, the one year that uh, Brady had uh, Randy Moss, he like broke all the records. Like, if he if he had a stud, I mean, Bronk is a god. Bron- Bronk and uh, Hernandez. Like, <laughs> Jesus. All right. Hey, hey. Yeah, I mean, Hernandez was a stud on the field. Let's be honest. Yeah, good football player. So like, he was a good football player, like, horrible human being. Not a, not a good, good man. Player. Not a good man. No, yeah. I mean, how many people can you say were great athletes but terrible human beings? A lot of them. <laughs> Half the NFL. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, a lot of them. And say, I mean, you could say the same about the MLB. You could say the same about 
a lot of these leagues. I mean, these these guys are all hopped up on painkillers and and steroids. Just going back though, I do think like you can certainly blame the players. Like they weren't good. Golf wasn't good. But part of like one of the things they were talking about during the game was that the they were the Rams like were so like they they basically gave up trying to out adjust the Patriots so that they would go they would go to the line intentionally like with little time on the play clock left so that the Patriots couldn't shift based on what they showed when they came out and set on offense and and like you know a problem one of the reasons that like you don't just run it all the way down every time is that the other team can pass rush you very effectively when they know the ball is going to be snapped in the next two seconds like if the play clock is at one I can go all out blitz on you and not worry that I'm going to go off sides ever. And that really, I thought was kind of the story of the game was the amount of pressure they were able to get on golf. Like the Patriots, I, I don't even think I've noticed anyone on their pass rush the entire season. And they were all over golf. He took a beating. I haven't seen a beating like that. I mean, the, probably the two most memorable ones in, in big playoff games are, are Cam Newton against the Broncos and, and Brady against the Broncos. Uh, the year that, um the year that von miller won the the mvp like this was a beatdown. he he was taking yeah. hits you know probably 85 percent of the time he was dropping back and and i think it, it really it was an example of like a coach not not having third gear like okay our our number one game is this oh it's not working we got our number two game oh 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 that's all we got that's all we got we got nothing else once you've adjusted for those two things and and that's it looked like very deer in the headlights like for mcveigh um for me well, don't don't forget the Patriots in two thousand nine when uh, the Giants' pass rush was outrageously good, and when JPP was at the height of his power, Michael Strahan yeah. was was still very good. Um, Justin Tuck was still very good. So yeah, they all that, still had uh, all their fingers. <laughs> yeah, JPP still had five fingers. <laughs> Man, that's yeah, that's uh, well, I think, yeah, it's uh, what's fascinating is that like. The halftime show is like 45 minutes. Like, I don't. They didn't do anything. They changed none of their game plan. Was it that? No, yeah. it was bad. That's where I was like, McVeigh is like the football guru, knows everything. Like, you had an hour to decide, like, hey, this shit ain't working. Like, <laughs> and did nothing. Did nothing that uh, really was uh, observable. It's pretty remarkable. Another stat, just to, to compliment the defense. So the Patriots, after having a season where we talked a lot about the Patriots not being a good team, I think every week when we talked about them, it was like, they're not good, but they might keep going. And uh, yeah, this was a pretty sketchy defense. But then if you look at what they did in the playoffs, shut out the Rams for the entire first half, one of the best offenses in the league, shut out the Chiefs for the entire first half, one of the best offenses in the league. Like this was actually a pretty, a pretty effective unit. And I, I, you know, I'm, yeah. I'm sad that they're losing their defensive coordinator for once. Yeah. yeah and, uh, and the Chargers too. Yeah. They, they played. Really yeah. Awesome. yeah they, they dominated the Chargers too. Yeah. Um, yeah. They, yeah. This, <laughs> this defense, I, I mean, they showed up when the time mattered. That's it. They, they were, they were basically garbage the majority of the year, but when it mattered most, they showed up, which is I, what I counts. garbage. I, I think like their ability to adapt and change their game plan, like defensively and offensively. I don't know if it's like coordinator or just like their mentality, but they they definitely change like how they're gonna play the game. Like, oh hey, like 
you're not our best player, but, like, we're going to center our defense around you. Like, that Kyle Vanoy guy or whatever, like, sometimes he is, like, the most important defensive player, and then sometimes not a factor in the game. Like, same with anything that they've had in the last couple of years, like uh, Brandon Cooks, like James White. Like, sometimes these people are, like, <laughs> who was that guy? Uh, God, James Gray. Was that... Oh, Jonas Gray. Who, <laughs> Jonas yeah, Gray. he had yes. like 400 rushing yards. And I was like, nope, I don't need you anymore. It's an amazing team in that they, yeah, like you said, they they will, rather than their game plan be, hey, we are good at A, B, and C, they will go, hey, you're not good at X, Y, and Z. And so we're going to take the team that we have and turn it against your weaknesses rather than just try to play around our strengths. And that seems to be what you see when you see, you know, a game like this where a unit that comes in averaging 30 points a game gets shut out for a half and scores six points or three points. It's that, yeah, we, the, the Patriots like identified what it is that the Rams do and what they did against the saints and against the Cowboys and said, no, we're not going to, we're going to try to just stop that because that's what you're good at. And, um, you know that if you can just focus a, a a unit on on one or two things that are thematically true about a team, then you can shut it down. It's like you basically you just counterpick them, uh, and and I thought that was really impressive. Yep, no, I totally agree. Yeah. So, uh, question for the guys: Do you think Saints, Chiefs, Pats, Rams, all four are in the playoffs next year? No. Hmm. Who's not making it, you think? If I had to pick a team that to not make it, it would be the Saints. Saints, yep, I agree. That's They're in the same bucket with the Packers and the Falcons for me where they have elite talent, but like consistently bad coaching that forces that mm-hmm. like one of those three is always going to way underperform. The Steelers are also a team that should be in that category of like, yeah. this, this team has top five talent every year, and yet they are... Every third year, they just completely miss the playoffs, and it's it's baffling. And I and I yeah. think that would, so. So the Saints to me would be the, that one. And the thing is, mm. Drew Brees is also forty or thirty nine, and he's he's been he's been talking about retiring for the last three years. I mean, uh, I yeah, but didn't he, he just lead the league in like passing percentage, completion percentage, and yeah, you know, he was he was not a problem until the end of the year. Um, you know, we we, we kind of talked about that yeah, clip over that, yeah. Yeah, where he got where he we think maybe he got hurt, but he couldn't throw the ball more than 20 yards in the playoffs and that really yeah. that really changed Michael Thomas the game. got shut down too. Yeah, but, but it, it, it does feel like he, you know, he's a guy that's reliant on a quarterback being able to get the ball there in a hurry, right? He's a slant guy. He's like a, you know, Jerry Rice type. Uh, and if you're not if you can't put put heat on it, he's not going to be as effective. So, well, 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 the thing is, the thing is, where where do the Saints have to go if, if Drew Brees leaves? I mean, they're going to be drafting to 20, 28, 29 this they have year. Bridgewater, like they have Bridgewater. Oh my goodness! Come on. <laughs> the guy <laughs> has the guy hasn't been relevant in three seasons. Come on. He lost to a guy making his first NFL start. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, with, is with, the best, out. with the best team in the conference behind him. Yeah. <laughs> not and he very, was at home. Not, very, not yeah. very good. I, I mean, <laughs> I mean the, Panthers, the Panthers had a, had struggled at the end of last year, but that 
largely had to do with the fact that Cam was playing hurt. It sounds like he's he, he, he's gonna continue to be hurt though. Like they're talking about yeah. he may not play he this might whole not even season play next year. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that that may that's, not that's be. That's why a I think I like the Saints to repeat. I don't see the Falcons making any noise in the Bucks. Or Whoa, you're off the. Player. You and the Falcons. Oh, off the, off the Falcons bandwagon. I might still oh, bet the hell out of them. You got divorced. But but the thing but the thing I agree with you. If Drew Brees doesn't return, if Drew Brees returns then I think the Saints will end up going back to the playoffs. If Drew Brees doesn't return, then there's no way they're making the playoffs. Yeah, I think the Rams and the Pats might not be in next year. No. Whoa. The Rams. That's the, a bold, yeah, the Rams bold and the Pats? Come yeah. on. What part of the NFC West do you like? <laughs> you, wait, hold yeah, on. Exactly. What, what's incredible is you literally picked the two favorites. <laughs> like, yeah. The two yeah. Super Bowl the, the, favorites. The, the, the Rams... Yeah. The Rams are the team to beat in the West. The the West has nobody. The the, the Seahawks are an okay team. The the 49ers are not ready yet. They they are two to three years away. The Cardinals are a joke right now. They aren't even close. Hey, it's a hot take. It's a <laughs> it's, it doesn't get it literally doesn't get any hotter. <laughs> Unless you just wanted to like also guarantee that the Chiefs wouldn't make it because they're the third favorite. No, they will. Chiefs will. <laughs> the Chiefs the Pats Santa, still right? have Brady. Yeah, Brady's coming back. I see the Browns. They just won the Super Bowl. Oh, this is, the the doubt is already creeping in. <laughs> yeah, no, Brady already said he's coming stepping back. Stepping he's not retiring. So. I mean, as long as he's there playing and alive, they're going to make the playoffs, in my opinion, unless he gets hurt. Yeah. I, I think Roy, Roy started to answer the question about, like, there were clear favorites this year. Like, who of the, like, non-playoff teams do you think will Yeah, make the it non-playoff teams. I see the Vikings stepping up. Kirk Cousins finally plays, plays well. They get back in. Browns, of course. Browns for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah, I'm on, Joe I'm on the Browns. Yeah, yeah, no, the Browns are for sure are legit. But the, I think the uh, most I'm on the Browns all all year next year. The fascinating a division to me is the AFC South. Like all those teams are mm. so interesting with Jacksonville, Houston, Indy, and even like Mariota. And those Titans, are all, like, wait, all those are like the three or four teams I'm least interested in. <laughs> well, yeah, but, like, that division is so. The division is really interesting, though. Like, all, from those how teams suck. all those teams are trash. I, I don't think so. Which teams do you like out of those? I like Indy. I like Indy out of that group. Houston's no, I, don't, I don't like Indy. I like, I like Indy and Houston, actually, out of that no, group. No, no. Those teams can't be trusted. And if Jacksonville gets Case Keenum, because now that Flacco's on the Broncos. Now that they have a Yikers. Maybe. If they get Case oh, Keenum. Oh, man. They were, I like, we I talked about this. Them. They were a lucky defense. Like they, they had really good defensive luck two years ago. Oh, for sure. Totally regressed. I don't think it was just the quarterback. Well, I mean, yeah, he borrows uh, sucks. I, I mean, trash, I mean, sure. Well, offense is hard. I mean, you can You can't have six turnovers a game and expect the defense to play well. Come on, it's. Uh, I, I agree that some of it was the defense's fault, but that. I mean, when you have four to six turnovers a game because your quarterback is a turnover machine, <laughs> you're, you're fucked. Like, you have no chance. Their running back was not particularly good either. No. Yeah, was... Fournette was injured. Yeah. 
But he was – they won games when they had the lead in the fourth quarter because the defense was was locking him down, and then he was basically just not making mistakes. So, but, like, when you have to trust Blake Bortles to win you the game, you know, before the fourth quarter, that, that's where they obviously can't do anything. So I think if they get a quarterback and some offense, that's a team that can be reckoned with. And that division is just so so competitive. Yeah, anyone it's can make it for sure out of that group. Yeah, yeah. I would say of the other non-playoff teams from last year, I think the Packers – uh, they mm. had a bad coach. Maybe I don't know that they have a mm. good coach, but I know they don't have the same bad coach that they had mm. the time. So Aaron Rodgers to me is he's they're at least in that Falcons mix, uh, like Falc in that that group for me. It's like the Falcons, the Saints, uh, maybe even the Panthers type of talent, but kind of questionable coaching. I think the talent is more like name brand value. Like the players are older. Like yeah, I, I don't like. Yeah. I, I I don't like their players at all. Yeah, I, I game, think game I think they're old, overpaid. That the the Packers are in a lot of trouble. Like, I I don't like the Packers at all. The only thing keeping them alive, and I think they'll have a winning season next year because they have Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, that's that's, that's about all. I'm, it. I'm all in on. And they like, win at he's home. great. Uh, that's about it. He's a great player. But. But the the thing is, their defense is dog shit. Their offense is okay because of Aaron Rodgers, but their wide receivers are not what they used to be. Jordy Nelson's yeah. no longer there. Devontae Adams is okay at this point, but like he's yeah, not who he was a couple of years ago. Randall Cobb is always injured. Like they are not the same team, and yeah. they need to draft. They need to draft well this year. To be competitive in that division because the Vikings and the Bears are coming for them. All right, Wes, so, what else do you like? What's that? Who else do you like making a jump? I, I mean, it's it, we. I complained about them a moment ago, but I feel like the Steelers are always have playoff talent. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You know, they they really mm-hmm. they really threw hard to not make it this year, uh, and so I. But I think next there's year, no way that Bell and Brown come back. Yep, uh, Browns are I mean, gone. Yeah. Yeah, both both those guys are gone. That's true. But I, again, um, I think and, this is been in turmoil for for yeah. at least two years. A couple of years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Big problems. Ben, Big Ben, Big Ben is thinking about retiring too. That's not. That's not. Uh, I mean, he's thirty six now, so he's gonna die on the field. He's. A, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> but like, oh, I, I, I don't think their offensive, you know, weaponry is very good. I mean, Ju- Juju Smith-Schuster is right, still beast. Right, but he's going to have to be – he's going to get one-on-one next year instead of having Antonio Brown, like, soak up the good defenders. That's right. true, but but I – for I whatever trust, reason, the, Steel, know, I, the Steelers find ways to get receivers open. I don't yeah, know how they yeah, do it. I was going to say. How I, they I, do. There's, there are some quarterbacks that I, I trust to be able to win, like, four games on their own, and I think, <laughs> I think Roethlisberger is one of those guys. It's like – you can put him out there with, you know, Antonio Brown and Juju Smith-Schuster. You can put him out there with Tim Rodriguez and Mike Roy, and he'll come <laughs> up with 270 passing yards and two TDs and a pick, like, every time. Lots of Tim Mike. <laughs> so, I'd just be running across the middle getting destroyed by 250-pound linebackers. <laughs> um, of the other non-playoff teams, you know, I, I – and a lot, a lot of this, this one is totally conditional on like the off season. But if the Giants get a quarterback, I don't see why that's not a. I was going to say, yeah, the NFC East. I agree. Yeah, I, I, I agree because especially with Alex Smith possibly career-ending injury, 
Um, I, I mean, who's, who knows who's the quarterback is going to be of Washington next year. Dallas is an okay team, but they're not they're, um, by no means dominant. And then you have the Eagles that really struggled through half the year last year. And once yeah, is so what do you think off Nick and on. Yeah, Nick Foles. He could end up uh, either a Jaguar or be crazy. Or he, yeah, he could end up in Washington. I, I doubt that. I, I seriously doubt they trade him to Washington. We think Jacksonville is the best fit, right? Jack Jacksonville is probably the best fit. Um, who else is a big need for a quarterback right this year? Off the top of your head, I, I'm Tyler trying to think. Murray. Oh, Jesus, Arizona. <laughs> no, they just and, got uh, a new okay, quarterback. Yeah. I mean, Denver is obviously in the running for. Um, well, I don't know. Are they going to start no, Flacco? No, no, they just got Flacco. Yeah, Flacco. That's terrible. But, yeah, I'd be so yeah. sad. I'd be so they, sad they, if they, I was a Bronco fan. Maybe Cincinnati. They have a thirty-five million dollar quarterback room right now. Thirty-five million. Because Case Keenum got paid fifteen last year, and he's getting paid fifteen this year. Case and Keenum is fine. Do you? Do you yeah, no, they Flacco have the same stats. He was they had the same stats last year. Like, there's no point in getting a guy with the same stats. <laughs> like, and, and then everyone, Joe Flacco. Everyone on Denver was injured too. Joe Joe Flacco is getting paid twenty million dollars this year, and they had to accept his salary. So he's so that quarterback room is making thirty five oh, million dollars this year. I saw. I just thought, oh, oh, go ahead. Uh, what if uh, so? If Cam Newton, like, where could Nick Foles end up if Cam Newton's out for the year? And they get Nick Foles in Carolina. Ooh, Ooh I like that. Ooh. I like that. That would be spicy. That would be spicy. I like it. I would like that also because then, like, you know, Newton's coming back the next year, and then we would get another chance at Nick Foles, like Big Dick Nick yeah. taking up, you know, taking up shots somewhere <laughs> in another city. He just becomes like this mercenary. One, you know, one team a year, he turns from a shit team into a playoff team, and you know, you kind of feel like they're a dark horse every year, and it just becomes his career mo. And they're like, yeah, like the ultimate are, uh, lenses are. <laughs> I love it. That that would be such a great storyline. Just the ultimate Merc, just running around from team to team, just ruining them. Making them relevant. And... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just making relevant for one year, and then just like <laughs> destroying their franchise. Rental I just love it. Yeah, it'd be fantastic. He's the NFL's franchise tag. How many how many Super Bowls in a row would Nick Foles have to win to be considered the greatest quarterback of all time? Bonafide Hall. He would have to win a couple more, couple more, yeah, a couple more, <laughs> a couple. Like three, uh, if he wins two in a row. Yeah, two in a row is a Merc quarterback just jumping from team to team. That'd be pretty. There's been no other quarterback to do it. The closest one was Kurt Warner you jumping cannot, from LA or not, LA New York to um two more is two, not enough two more is not enough we two, just saw a guy right, won his six score his six Super Bowl two three. is three is yeah, not enough all right so we, we've got a guy with four Nick Foles as like the I, sub so four at, on like four different teams yeah it, that, that's what I'm saying yeah yeah so he has to jump from team to team that's what I'm saying he can't do it with the same team every time like if he did it from team to team I'm not sure. He's never on the same team. I don't count this Brady Super Bowl. This oh, yeah, that was, win this. yeah that, that wasn't a Brady win. Oh, come, come on. on. He was no. he was also, he was great in the three that they lost, so you wanna that should equal one here. <laughs> <laughs> he led game winning drives in all three of those games and the defense threw the game each time. He could have fucking nine Super Bowls right now. 
didn't manage the clock properly. It was like two, three, <laughs> like literally one play, one play different in each of those games, and they're they have nine rings. Nah. The 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 last. Uh, if Nick Foles wins four Super Bowls with four teams, we can we can have that conversation later. <laughs> <laughs> I think five. I think five is because or, no, or okay, fine, like fine. five Super Bowls with five <laughs> different teams. Like I would be a god. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but we're talking about Come he's on. he. he we are talking about whether or not he's the god, right? Or he's the goat. Like you gotta. This guy's over here with six. He you know? he wouldn't be. He wouldn't be the goat. He'd be a god. Yeah. Like, yeah. Okay. Okay. There'd be no way. I think if you. I think if you paired four, I, I'll accept four. If he has like two MVP regular seasons to go with it, then I think you could put him in the conversation. But like the the. I mean, it it it, it he, took it took Brady eighteen years to do this. If, if Nick Foles was able to do this in ten years, that'd be godlike. There. <laughs> no way. Yeah. If he if he wins four with four different teams, <laughs> that that means that like he's in different offenses, like different like, yeah, he's, yeah, he's doing like, all kinds of crap. Like, he is the ultimate like team player, like you know. Yeah, he's I, he's I, a team god. That 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 would be what he was <laughs> if he ever got to this level because it, it's taken Brady eighteen years on the same team. With the same coach to, yeah. to make all of this happen. What, what, what yeah. kind of like? All right, so Montana loses some cred because Bill Walsh gets some of it. Like, how much does Brady lose because Belichick gets? I, some I've of never it? taken away from Montana for Walsh. No, but I mean, like the you know the quarterback is great, but like the coach is great too. Yeah, I I, I agree with that. I mean, Montana Eli, did in Eli nine years. A full Super Bowl because Tom Coughlin's an idiot, right? Like things like that. I, I, I mean, well, for Montana, Montana won four Super Bowls in nine years with with Bill Walsh, where Eli won two in was it five with Coughlin, with a not so good coach, but the defense was super good. Um. And, and they had really good players. They had really good rosters. Like people don't like to talk this, talk about this about the Giants, but they have really good rosters. And the fact that they had nine and seven teams is an abomination. Like how <laughs> how did a team with that roster end up nine and seven? Like it just shows you how bad their coaching was. <laughs> the fact that these teams are nine and seven. Like I have no clue. Yeah, but, they had, but like, the, fact the entire all-pro defensive line. It was pretty like, disgusting. It was it was outrageous. Like you had you had Justin Tuck who had eleven sacks. You had Michael Strahan who had eighteen sacks, and then you had like JPP had fifteen sacks, <laughs> and you're nine and seven. Like outrageous. Yeah. Well, there's no there's uh, never been a more boosted QB than Eli. For so, sure. Okay, so just quickly back on Big Nick, Big Dick Nick. Uh, how's this the spiciest of takes I just had this vision because this might actually happen that if he goes to Carolina for next year to replace Cam for a year but then in two years how how much longer is is uh, Rivers going to play in San Diego <laughs> oh, or, you mean LA or yeah sorry in LA or <laughs> is Oakland in you love San Diego. with Derek Carr will Carr be the Raiders quarterback in two years Oh no way! 
that I think they've already made their decision on getting him slowly away from the getting car out, putting Nick Foles in with Gruden in Vegas. I don't think Gruden is a plus. <laughs> I don't think you he's no. a plus. No, no, he's not. I, I, don't think, I don't think so at this point. I, I mean, he's extraordinarily hard-headed. He's a tough man to deal with. He's like, he's very much a Bill Barcell type. And, and the thing is, players don't like work, that though. type of mentality. Either Oakland or uh, L.A. Charge. Mm. Once Rivers finally retired. Well, I, I mean, I can I can see him ending up in a place like San Diego because San Diego is gonna be in a lot of trouble in a couple of years. He's a surfer kind of guy, right? He's got long hair. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, well he, I mean, well, that's good stuff. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I could see him in San Diego. That I, I that would be, be nuts. I was gonna say there's there's a couple things about like, the Raiders, um, that like they have no prayer for like. Year right, because of how the Chiefs Chargers look great, right? They're uh, they're both are good teams, and they have been building wealth for over the last couple of years. Yeah, yeah. I, I, you know, I don't like I don't like the Raiders for that reason because they built like crap over the last couple of years. They haven't none of their picks have panned out. Uh, was traded. it their? Or been traded off? Uh, what was it? The last year they they drafted a left tackle guy, terrible guy is not a good player. And their second round pick was cut. <laughs> they, they draft terribly. Well, Derek Carr is not panning out after making a huge deal. And they trade out Amari, Amar, their two best players in Amari Cooper and, and, and Mac. Like, it's not looking good for the Raiders right now, where everything looks on the rise for the San Diego Chargers. Is and the one Chiefs. enter Nick Foles in your team? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it turns out Cleo Mack's pretty good. Not, yeah, not sure out. how anyone could have seen that one coming, though. That was an interesting decision. <laughs> turned out to be one of the best That's players in the league. <laughs> like, you put that on NFL uh, Madden or whatever, and I'm like, nope, you have to throw in, like, five more <laughs> first-round picks. Give us both the that. running backs, too. <laughs> <laughs> that was... That was terrible. Like, even even if it was, like, a future decision, like, how can you sell that to your team? <laughs> we got they rid couldn't. of our That's the reason why. Yeah. yeah, we got rid of our best player, guys. Have fun like, next year. Not, Let's do this. Right. Hey, you get rid of, uh, fucking, what, are the, what was the Niners, I mean, Garoppolo, but, like, who is the Niners' best player? Like, let's get rid of... Joe Staley. All right, whatever. <laughs> but you well, our best our best player last year was George Kittle. Let's be honest. It's like, what are you yes, doing? George Kittle <laughs> was the best player on the 49ers last year. He set all the records for tight, for tight ends in the history of the NFL. Yeah. So yeah, it, it, it's like, all right, you get rid of that guy, I'm okay. But you get rid of like two times offensive MVP, like that's not something. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm, interested in that's so weird <laughs> to do. yeah yeah they got they got rid of a top five to, it's like it's like the houston texans getting rid of jj watt at the tight of his powers yeah it's like yeah. it's for, the for matter like, with this is like yeah this is, this is the guy that comes on the commercial like for each each uh break it's like Watch the NFL. Here's the four best players we have and he's one of them yeah. like what are you doing he's one of them yeah 
and they and their bright idea is to trade him for two first round picks <laughs> that are not going to come even close to the talent that he is. That, that's that's the thing. It's like, right? like um, there's there's like a couple like in the NBA, if you get like a top four pick, like the top four picks, like oh, all right, that's maybe worth it or whatever. But in the NFL, like if you give like an MVP to the team, they're gonna go they're gonna go eight and eight, and so you're gonna get the 16th pick overall like that's not gonna be an mvp player like he's no he's gonna be okay whatever this is this is the the uh the family guy like oh sir you've won a boat or or you could have a mystery box like (laughs) it's like you could have khalil mack or the mystery box or you could draft two players who might be also like khalil mack who will definitely not be because khalil mack (laughs) is a top five player in the league (laughs) in the entire league he won't even come close let's be honest like there's no way they're gonna come close to khalil mack he he didn't fit gruden's scheme of being What as a winner? He doesn't like players who he doesn't like uh, pass rushers who sack the quarterback too frequently. Who sack quarterbacks too frequently? (laughs) I don't like his style. He's 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 taken down the QB too many times. He turns the ball over too quickly. (laughs) Is working too hard. He works too hard. uh, He doesn't get in trouble. Derek Shoulder can't keep up with the amount of times we have the ball. Uh, how does it feel to be on the winning side of a trade, Roy? Like you're you're oh, a Bears fan. Yeah. yeah. It's it's lovely. It's coming together. <laughs> I'm definitely not a Bears fan, but that was a highway robbery giving him two first round picks. Oh yeah. For the, I, for the for the best offensive player in the league. How did no other team step up and offer that? Like or better. Like he's yeah. easily worth that. Yeah, the, the the Niners offered him uh, offered one first rounder and two twos. Good grief! That was the come on. Mm-hmm. Just you trade a whole draft for a player like that? Are you kidding? Mm-hmm. I would. Yeah, one Hall of Famer for seven, <laughs> like maybe players. You have, <laughs> yeah. you have a practice squad from from JUCO. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I I didn't understand it. I, I I'm watching this draft and everything's saying that they're going to draft edge. I'm like, we could have filled this problem last year by trading away two ones to the Raiders for Khalil Mack. Yeah. No, it's uh, Mike McClinchy. Come here. Career Niner. Oh, God. Well, he's not bad. He's not, he's not a bad player, but the fact is, like, he's an average NFL tackle versus yeah. the – could have a top five that. defensive player in the league. Well, they've I'm five defensive line players in a row in the first round. So, like, they, you would think they'd like uh, Khalil Mack. <laughs> we well, got one. We got a good one. Let's trade him. <laughs> well, 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 the top two players in the draft this year are both edge rushers. So, the Niners literally can't mess unless they're stupid. It's so, so silly. Uh, the top two players are Bosa or Nick Bosa and uh, and Josh Allen. <laughs> Another Josh Allen. Well, what a season, boys! I think we should probably wrap up uh, pretty soon. So, I think uh, I, I know for me it was as good a finish as I could have hoped for. Patriots come out <laughs> on top. 
had a couple futures on them. That felt good. Everyone. Uh... Well, we didn't talk about the AAF at all. Oh God. Oh God. <laughs> I don't think so. That, that, that... That, that that's that's already on the verge of bankruptcy. You'll have to, <laughs> yeah, yeah. On life support. For more, they almost the didn't make payroll. AAF, tune into Tim's takes on iTunes. Tim's podcast. <laughs> <laughs> almost didn't yeah, make payroll in the first two weeks. Yeah, you fantastic. They, yeah, they we're down like yeah, two hundred fifty million dollars. In the first two weeks of this inception season, mm-hmm. what is I I? I mean, the football is bad, but I think it's like a a good opportunity. It, it's a good opportunity. I don't think the football is so bad. It's better in college football, but it's not nearly as good as NFL. I think I think that's the answer. Is like you want a product that people are are hungry for. It's not. It's not like semi-pro like d-league it's semi-pro d-league against college teams people want to see alabama and clemson play against these like washed up ex-pros this is like the best you're gonna get like you're never gonna get the you know 0 and 16 cleveland browns to play the 16 or 14 and 0 alabama crimson tide but you could get the best college team well, um, yeah, now they would, but but like people every year would say the same. Sh- oh yeah, yeah, no, I agree. People every year said the same thing. It's like no, the Browns would just demolish Alabama. Yeah. But uh, but now you could get to see it if they would just go and like do some scrims exactly. or something. That would be. Fun. They they used they used to do this stuff. They used to have the best college football team play against the Super Bowl champion. <laughs> oh my. God. And it was just a, literally the NFL team would just play their backups against the. the Wait, I thought, I thought it was like competitive team. at one point because like the NFL didn't didn't pay any money, so like their players weren't very good. Like they weren't practicing full time. Like this is wait wait you know this is we're talking about like your boy Jim Thorpe era. No no this was up until the seventies like the Steelers the seventy six Steelers like played against like the top like the college all star team. <laughs> And they absolutely they beat him. They beat him like a drum, like forty to seven or something like that. <laughs> it, like they used to have, they used to have these games where they had like the college all star team play against the Super Bowl champion. And we get to watch that at League of Legends Worlds when NA plays against uh, Asian teams. <laughs> 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 oh man! They used to have that, but they got rid of it because like. It was a joke because the NFL teams <laughs> just absolutely smash. What would the be the greatest? What would be the greatest uh, greatest spectacle for like professional versus college? Like, would it be football or would it be like for mismatch? Or... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the biggest mismatch. What sport? Yeah, it's not basketball. You take we see, uh, like Yankees versus St. Mary's. If you saw a major league baseball team versus a college baseball team, yeah, that'd no, be a the college teams can yeah, win that, sometimes. They win in, that, in spring training. Happens. Really? Yeah. Yeah, that happens. Yeah, yeah, just like have a stud starter, throw six, you shut them out. The offenses like are always like slow to start. Right. One player maybe, can can carry a game. Maybe hockey then. I don't know. Hockey. hockey. No, it's football. You think so? It's definitely football. It's, it's definitely football. Football. I mean, the speed I, I of mean, players. I, what about? I guess it's not. I guess we're throwing out like individual sports because, like, I think like 
golf and tennis are like like you're never tennis. you're definitely, never gonna definitely have like... tennis. Oh, yeah. tennis is one of those games where it's one-on-one -on -one. if, if you have the best if you had roger federer play the best <laughs> player in the world he would absolutely destroy well, actually, them. Yeah. Hold on, hold on. So, hold on. So maybe we messed this up though, because actually we would be comparing the worst professional against the best amateur. And actually, I would guess that oh, college see. is actually pretty close. Then tennis. Yeah. I mean, yes. Yeah, tennis. Yes. The best college player is probably as good as the worst pro. Same All right, so golf, I'll take I... that back. Yeah, yeah. Golf. I would say the best college golfer is probably pretty damn good. Mm -hmm. so, yeah. All right. All right. I'll, so, I'll so, so we'll get away. We'll yeah. get away from no. those sports. Are we counting women? They suck. <laughs> I mean, the women aren't even close. Come on, they actually in in, in, in tennis they actually have oh, they no. actually have the women and the men scored together. The top woman isn't even the top seven hundred. <laughs> Serena Williams is like seven hundred and twenty-two out of eight hundred players. <laughs> the uh, well, yeah, they it's... had the uh, the Williams sister play play that one guy in a doubles mm -hmm. versus one <laughs> he was like ranked 200 and yeah he got he had they got absolutely demolished they got killed <laughs> beat the hell out of him. and he was smoking on the oh sideline he's smoking and drinking on the sideline and he killed them yeah and he was a 200th ranked player it's not comparable. Like, they're not. It's not fair. No, no, it's not. It's, it's not fair. Yeah, those and, are and those is, are different sports, Tim. But the fact is, it's like you have crazies saying like, "Oh yeah, women can keep up with guys in sports." It's like, no, they cannot. Did you, the, the, the women's national team, the like, the World Cup champion U.S. women's national team soccer team, got like. Run ruled. Demolished. By, they got run ruled by, by a high the, school team. Yeah, by the yeah. under seventeen men's team. Like yeah, yeah by a high school team. Like the teenagers. They got rolled. Yeah. Yeah, they got they they stopped it like halfway through the game. That They're is like, that might the be the biggest nothing. Okay, that might be the biggest discrepancy we can find. Where like the best Olympic champion team is not as good as like an elite high school team. Can you imagine like? A college basketball team facing an, a WNBA team, it, they would not feel good killed. They, they'd lose by 50 points at least. But Tim, Brittany Griner is seven feet tall. Oh, she can't even, she can't even dunk. Come on. Let's go. <laughs> Jeez. The flames, Tim. The flames. These people have no, families. I, I, I'm so <laughs> sick and tired of this crap of like hearing of like, how Where, are you Where are you hearing this? Does your browser like auto load ESPNW yeah. or something? <laughs> Where are you seeing like, these articles? <laughs> they're, they're not talking about they're now in the next Olympics. They're now talking about transgender men <laughs> joining in in women's sports. I'm like, no, this is gonna be a like like all transgender <laughs> men are gonna absolutely dominate these women in these sports. It's, it's gonna so be much, brutal. How do you have so much passion for the Olympics? I can't believe people watch them still, let alone care about them. Tim, I'm I'm shocked. The Olympics, you have like strong feelings about them. Well, I, I'm worried for the women in these sports. <laughs> like, like it's not fair. <laughs> it's right. not it's not fair. It's not fair to oh. put men in women's sports. Like it's not fair. Oh, they're, they're, like they're, I, they, they, uh, these women that have worked their entire lives to bust their ass. Uh, there's the 
runner, uh, uh, Sanyaya or whatever. Oh, oh, nice, nice try. <laughs> I, I, that's like I Vegas runner? Um, I'm sure it's exactly right. It's just you're, the lack of confidence you said it with. It's fantastic. Uh, the greatest high school poker player. Yeah, but she, she's like pro. a transgender or whatever. Yeah, Caster Semenya. Yeah. <laughs> It's Martina like, Navatolovia talked about today. She's like, there's no way transgender men should be in women's sports because they still have a lot more testosterone yeah. than your average women. I think everyone yeah. should like, play the same sport at the same time with both genders and just see where the chips fall. Every Olympian participates in every event and it's televised. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't you love to see like one of those like bikers trying to do the weightlifting or like wrestling? Like... <laughs> I'm a cross-country skier, and now I have to wrestle someone. <laughs> like, <laughs> that would be quite the spectacle. They have, to, be, they have to, like, play uh, chess and box. <laughs> yeah. yeah, chess boxing. <laughs> what, is, what is wrong with people? <laughs> like, why is that? Hey, you know what would be a good idea? <laughs> you guys want to get together and play some chess while we box? Like. <laughs> <laughs> Here's an idea. Like, <laughs> it's like it's yeah, like you have chess master boxing like professional boxers. It's so just like you be... took like those little like spinny things that have words on them. You just spin them, and then whatever words they land on, you combine it. It's like, hmm, what about scallops made of taxis? Like, well, okay, like we're doing it. <laughs> Craziness. let's call it there this has been episode 37 of the roughed up podcast thanks for a great nfl season i know we're a few weeks late on here but you know we've been we've been on an island celebrating our victories over the uh 2018 2019 nfl season so you'll understand i'm sure listeners our gentle listeners will will forgive us uh but for now signing off we'll be back uh, perhaps with some baseball talk perhaps with some uh, yes yes yeah yeah Yeah, talking about bryce bryce baby okay a preview We'll ask Tim what things were like when Abner Doubleday towed the rubber for the very first time. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay, boys. Have a good one. Yeah. Night, guys. See you. Good night.